Does your work energize you? Does it make your impact on the world? Welcome to Start Anew, the show that looks beyond success into freedom, fulfillment, and your passion-driven career. Join your host, Sumbul Sang, for inspiring stories and bite-sized training to help you start anew with clarity. And now, here's Sumbul. Starters, hello, hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Start A New Show. If you are starting a new in life, you have got to begin with self-awareness. Download your free self-awareness toolkit from any page on the website at letsstartanew.com. Joining us today on Motivation Monday is Brendan Baker from Down Under. Brendan writes an incredible blog on living a happy and fulfilling life at thestartofhappiness.com. He is also a life coach and an online entrepreneur with a mission to help you make a difference and an income doing what you love. In part one of our interview with Brendan, we will unfold the story of his transformation from a life of success without fulfillment in corporate Australia to a life of freedom and adventure that he enjoys today. In part two of our conversation, which will go on air on Wednesday, we will get Brendan to put his coaching hat on and coach us on how to launch our best life with confidence. Today, I will be asking Brendan why he left his promising and lucrative career in corporate Australia, how he created a life that honors his values, and the birth of his blog, The Start of Happiness, and his signature program, Launch Your Life Academy. Now, without any further ado, let's get Brendan on the show. Brendan, hello, hello, and welcome to the Start A New Show. Hey, hey, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm great and so delighted to have you on the show and share your incredible story with our listeners. Before we talk about the fun and adventure that you're having in your life today, let's take a few steps back in time and give us a glimpse of your life when you were working in corporate Australia. Really paint us a picture of your life at that time. Yeah, well, firstly, thanks for having me on the show. It's so great to um, be able to share my story with uh, with your audience, and I, I hope it resonates with everybody, because um, I understand there's a, a lot of people out in the corporate world at the moment who are just struggling. They just go into work day in, day out, feeling as though they're not really making too much of a difference, and uh, just not being passionate about what they're doing, and that was my life just a few years ago. And um, it was, as you'd expect, waking up uh, Monday to Friday, getting to work at 8.30 in the morning, departing at 5.30 in the afternoon. And in, in that time, those nine hours throughout the day, it was just looking at spreadsheets and PowerPoint presentations and, and doing work that just was just not meaningful. At least I felt it wasn't meaningful to me. And sure, there may have been other people that could have done the role and maybe felt passionate about it and things like that. But it just wasn't um, 
wasn't uh, quite resonating with me. Um, and to to give you an example, so my role in the corporate world was my background's in HR. So I spent uh, seven or eight years and I started off as a graduate and progressed pretty quickly throughout the organization and ended up into a senior management uh, position at the age of 26, reporting to the HR director for Australasia. And so my remit, I was the talent manager for Australasia at this company, looking after Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, um, sorry, Australia. New Zealand, uh, Papua New Guinea, um, and the South Pacific Islands. My, my remit was looking at everything from recruitment through to onboarding, through performance management, through to learning and development, through succession planning, through to outplacement. And the remit was huge. And it was really, really interesting. But at the same time, there was just so much to do. And some of the work was just tedious and menial. And a, a very great example, and this is the example that actually led me to uh, to resign from the corporate world. And this is just what tipped me over the edge. But I remember spending about three months putting together a presentation for the directors, so the GM and his direct reports. And, uh, and so spending day in, day out working on this presentation. And then the day finally came where this presentation was to be used for this, this meeting that they had, this, this big meeting on talent in the organization. And the director and his direct reports they just skimmed over all the details in a matter of seconds. And I was just like, wow, are you serious? I just spent three months of my life working on one particular thing and they brush it off in less than a minute. And it just made me realize that, hang on, what, what am I doing here? Just, it's not really making a difference at all. It's just, it was just a, a not a great, uh, great place for me to be at that point in time in my life. So it, it really just wasn't, wasn't inspiring for me. You can't be passionate if you if you don't feel as though you're making a difference. I honestly believe that you need to feel as though you're making a difference to be motivated. If you if you're doing a piece of work that is not making a difference, well then, what's going to actually drive you? You kind of you could potentially do it if you're just passionate about it and if you're interested in it. But if you're interested in the work, you're passionate about it. And it is making a difference in the world. That's just a, it's a whole nother level of motivation. And it also comes down to my own personal values. Like one of my strongest values is to make a difference in this world. So I want to make, I want to know that when I'm on my deathbed, no matter when that is, I will be comfortable knowing that I've made a difference in this world. And whether that's just to, you know, one or two people even just through coaching, or maybe it's my my daughter, or maybe it's just friends and family that I've made a difference to. It doesn't quite matter. Just, I just want to know that I've made as much of a difference as I can in this world. And that what am I and that what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is leading to me towards that. And so in my corporate career career, when I was in that particular role. And I really felt as though I wasn't making a difference. It was just so demotivating and just completely deflating. So you're feeling demotivated. What do you do about it at that point in your life? Yeah, well, it um, that's that's what actually tipped me over the edge. I mean, something that I always had an idea of was starting my own business, but I never really knew exactly how to do it. But um, but there were multiple times throughout my career where I did feel demotivated, and I did kind of feel as though what I'm doing at the moment is not really making too much of a difference. But in the corporate space, I knew that everything was just temporary, though. So I knew that my uh, my role was just temporary. Um, I'd move to a different role in 18 months or so, um, or potentially get promoted, move somewhere else, or go to a different country to work. So it was all kind of a, all these new experiences still presenting themselves, uh, which made work uh, interesting. 
but at the same time, there were a lot of things. A lot of things uh, I was doing were actually making a difference, and particularly in HR, you know, you, you can you're putting on training programs and things like that that are actually making a difference in uh, employees' lives and looking after things like culture and stuff like that. But there's a, there's a lot of things that I was doing that that weren't really impactful, like that presentation that I mentioned before for the directors that I just really didn't feel as though I wasn't really connecting to it. Uh, and so when I was presented with those kind of tasks. It's just a matter of just uh, I, the way that I uh, managed to get through it was simply just reminding myself that it's all part of part of the role, part of the bigger picture, part about uh, part of the the piece of the puzzle of building a, a successful corporate career, and in, in a way playing the game which you you play in the in the corporate world um, to be able to to move up, and you have to do those things. And I, I'm and I'm aware as well in in the corporate world as well as in entrepreneurship as well there's a lot of things that you you don't you that you won't enjoy i mean there's a lot of administration in the entrepreneurial space as well uh, looking after your finances and things like that um, which may not be the most passionate or the most interesting or uh, it's not really truly making a difference in others when you're actually doing that task but it just kind of comes with a parcel and so I've just kind of learned over time that it's, it's just you, you we need to do those kind of things to be able to make a difference so you talk about this experience, which kind of tipped you over the edge and you start thinking about making a difference and you think about your desire to start start your own business someday. So tell us the story of how you went from that point to becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah, sure. So uh, I can take you back to where it all started for me because it actually links into uh, perfectly as to why I wanted to break free from the corporate world in the first place. And it all started when I was seven years old. And when I was seven years old, my family and I, we went to Central Train Station here in Sydney, Australia, and we were there to watch the last steam train to ever depart from, from the station. And my brother and I thought it would be a great idea to run down the platform and race the train as it's departing. So anyway, I remember um, running along the platform and looking to my right and seeing the train just just slowly just moving past me, um, going a little bit faster as I was running. I remember seeing the doors, one of these doors opening and shutting, just flapping in with the wind and one of the, the windows slightly open. And then the next thing I know, I'm huddled up in a ball with the the wheels of the train going literally just scraping past my left shoulder. And I'm going, what the hell is going on? Like, where am I? And I'd realized that down between the platform itself and train and where the track were, falling between that tiny little gap. And I was just like, how the hell did I get down here? I mean, just go whisking by my shoulder on my on my on the left hand side and then eventually the train finally went by and it all started to get quiet and i remember looking up onto the platform and i remember seeing this this old lady who would have been 70 or so just sitting down on a bench and she was just wide-eyed and hands over her mouth just in shock going what has just happened and anyway my brother just reached down picked me up onto the platform and i am just head spinning going how the hell did I get down there? I got no idea what's going on. My brother put his arm around me and we just quickly started running back to my parents. And then I realized I was bleeding profusely from my head. I'm thinking, oh God, what's going on? So anyway, my parents, they, they rushed me to the hospital and um, and what had actually happened was when as I was racing the train, my brother had stopped in front of me and I bumped into him, went rolling on the platform, hit my head in the train and then fell in between the gap between the platform and the train itself. Uh, I remember the doctor saying, Look, if that had been an electric train, as trains are today, I would have most likely died. And it just completely just threw me into this like whirlwind of a uh, of a um, 
I remember just thinking to myself, wow, I mean, if I died then, like what, like what would my, how would people remember me? Like I haven't done anything in my life. Well, obviously at the age of seven, you don't really do too much by the age of seven. But I really had this strong desire to want to do something big in my life. I wanted to, to make a difference. And that's why making a difference is such a huge value of mine. So I want to make a difference and I wanted to um, make sure I just lived fully. But what had happened was over the next 10, 15 years, obviously I grew up in the in the schooling environment, went to university, did everything that society teaches you to do. Got a great job in the graduate program, started going through the corporate world, it ended up being quite successful uh, early, on my, early on in my career. And then it just led me into that corporate world, which I was uh, telling you about before. And so as I was in the corporate world, I, as I mentioned before, I always had this desire to go and do something myself. Then it was during my last role there as the talent manager, I actually came across blogging. This is back in 2012. I had no idea what a blog was. I just, I just figured that uh, a blog was just a website and that they're run by these huge corporations and things like this. And But then as I kind of found out a little bit more about it, I realized that there were people with these individuals that had set up these blogs or websites just providing information and that they were actually making some serious, serious money and like making um, hundreds of thousands of dollars by um, selling information products and making a difference in people, uh, not just locally in the local area, but being able to communicate uh, their message to people all over the world. And I was just like, wow, just blew my mind. And so I just realized I wanted in. And so I set up up a uh, a blog back then and my initial plan for it was just to be a repository of different training resources because I had a bit of a training background in my previous corporate job and that's something that I really love doing is getting up in front of a room uh, speaking and training other people or communication skills or leadership or motivation those kind of topics the kind of softer skill topics and so I set up to be a repository for that and then the blog just kind of got some legs and it just kind of started to take off. And I started to realize that the people that were coming to my website or my blog, they weren't, the majority of them weren't actually over in the United States. So I realized there's this whole other, another level that I could play to um, by communicating my message more broadly internationally. And so then I just really started to focus on the blog, uh, the start of happiness, and it, it, it just grew and just grew and grew and grew. Now it's a, about 50,000 people per month coming to the website. And, and that's kind of just where it all started. I don't quite know what the blogging landscape was back then. Did you start making money from your blog right away? It took me three months. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure exactly how I could make money or or how much money I could make. But but what I what I did, so I had launched my blog very effectively. I didn't quite know exactly what I was doing, but I, I launched the blog and it ended up being quite an effective an effective launch. Hey, did it drop out? Yeah, so it took me about three months to to make my first dollar from the blog, and I had no idea how I was gonna how I was gonna make it or where it was gonna come from. But I had somebody that had reached out to me, and he just he was selling a product uh, around how to make friends, and it was simply just an ebook that or about. 50 pages or so around how to make friends. And he said, well, I could have 50% commissions for any sales that I made. And what he did, he just simply wrote a post for my website, put up his affiliate link and or my affiliate link for his product. And uh, we actually had somebody that purchased their product through my website by clicking on my link, ended up purchasing the product. And so I ended up making $17. And I was just like, wow, 
So I just made $17, obviously not much, but it just proved the concept that I could actually make money online from blogging. So that was just the start of it all. At what point did you start making enough money from blogging to be able to quit your job? Well, it was actually 12 months after I started the start of happiness. I left the corporate world. So I was blogging for 12 months before I actually left the corporate world. And so I, I and by that time, I'd already launched my first product being the Launch Your Life Academy. And so that was providing an income from, for me. But what really enabled me to, to leave the corporate world was I actually started another blog because the start of happiness had got some legs and it was earning an income, but, but not a great income but at that point in time. But I, I figured I could use the skills that I had learned from launching the start of happiness and growing that and build a blog or a web and a website that was uh, in line with my interests, but also aligned to my corporate background. And I actually launched a second website called Grad Recruit. And this website uh, is all about connecting graduates with employers. And I knew there was more of an opportunity to to make some money in this space. And make so I launched that. So I actually left the corporate world about three months prior to launching Grad Recruit. So I could focus on the launch of Grad Recruit. And then pr- pretty much within the first four weeks, uh, I made my first $5,000 um, from Grad Recruit. And, uh, and wow. that's kind of, that just kind of started it off, which was great. And so yeah, that's that's kind of what enabled me to to break free from the corporate world. I gotta tell my sister about it. She is uh, in the last uh, six months of her master's degree in Sydney. Oh, perfect. She'd love it. So basically, what it has is it's a, a job board. So we which uh, automatically feeds jobs from other websites or other job boards uh, to Grad Recruit. But then employers can also pay for advertising on the site, which is predominantly how I make my money. But then since then, I've also launched uh, launched a product for graduates because what I ever since I was a graduate, I always had an idea and, and wanted to help other graduates find employment and give them the edge for getting into graduate programs. And that's actually been one of my most successful programs. I I love that. And I think uh, a lot of graduates have found it uh, immensely helpful. Starters, all the resources that Brendan's talking about today, you'll be able to find the links to those on the show notes for this page at letstartanew.com slash 16. So this brings us to the end of part one of our interview. Brendan, thank you for sharing your story and going deep and personal with us today. No worries. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Start A New Show. We invite you to be more than a passive listener. Be a starter. Join our community and snag exclusive freebies from Symbol and her guests at letstartanew.com. Create your vision of freedom and fulfillment right here on the Start A New Show.